This podcast is made by Awesome Panda Productions. Find out more at awesomepandauk.com. Hello and welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. Have a listen to this advert. It's from a senior care network called Home Instead. I remember when she would play the piano. She would open up all the windows. No matter where I was, I could hear what she was playing. And although I knew she'd be there, every time before I saw her, there was a small fist in my chest, thinking, what if she's not? You don't need to go anywhere, Dad. This is your home. Dad, meet Christine. She's going to help you around the house. Hi. Hi. The best home Instead have franchises all over the UK, including one based in Ruscombe, whose co-director is Paul Johnson, alongside his wife Melissa. I started by asking him what the last few months have been like during the COVID-19 pandemic. I think it's fair to say it's been a challenging time for, for everybody, but in the care sector particularly, um, there's been an awful lot of uh, chops and changes in terms of regulatory requirements that we've had to keep up to date with. Um, and then, of course, we're going into the summer months, which for us as a, a home care provider um, usually is quite a challenging time anyway with holidays and, and children being off school. Um, so it's been challenging, but we've um, risen to the task, I, I feel. Do you think the situation has made people perhaps even more aware of the home care world, of the work you do? I think um, the the care sector uh, historically has always been about um People would be very familiar with the, the prospects of a, a care home, um, but having care at your in your own home um, has not necessarily been widely known um, about. And I think as a result of this pandemic, we've um, had an awful lot more exposure as to, to the fact that actually people can stay at home and perhaps just need that little bit of extra help or extra support or care um, to live in their home uh, as opposed to the you know, historic um, scenario, which was to go into a care home. What are the advantages of uh, having your care at home? Um, I feel that the the reality is that the majority of, of people want to stay in their own home. It's perhaps where they raised a family, their memories. Um, they've got their things around them, the familiar um, area that they live in, um, and the independence. Um, so I think all these things are, uh, you know, uh, contribute to people wishing to stay at home for longer. Um, but perhaps they haven't been aware that if they just had a little bit of extra help, uh, perhaps they don't have family around, um, then they could stay at home for that much longer and that much um, happier and safer at home. Are the caregivers just kind of randomly assigned or I presume there's a, there's a bit more of a process there? Yeah, no, it, 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 one of the key things for us is to have that continuity of care. So um, we go to great lengths to see and understand exactly what the, the client's interests are and, and, and the personality and see which of our, our caregivers would be best suited to that particular call. It's important for our clients to be um, introduced and, and know their caregivers and know that the same caregivers will be coming to them at the same time on a, on a regular basis. Um, they don't want strangers in their house. They want to get to, to build a relationship with the carers. We had kind of like a 
a pre-interview discussion, if you like. And you were telling me about how much the use of technology has accelerated over the last few months. Could you give me a bit more detail here, I guess, how the situation was before COVID? What's happening now? For everybody, there's been a, an increase in the use of technology and video calling, etc., with Zoom and, and what have you. But um, there has also been a, a significant increase in the provision of technology into the care sector as a whole. Um, and perhaps, you know, there's always been sort of full sensors and things like that, but there's an awful lot more technology um, that can help assist um, not just the care provision, but also in terms of the um, loneliness and companionship element that, that, that some clients can feel, um, and even more so when they haven't had families visiting. Um, so as an example, um, we have various technology that can um, identify through sensors if perhaps a client is falling asleep in their chair, they're getting up more in the night than, than usual, um, and give that um, feedback through, through an app through to the, the client's family um, through to the usual routine of op- opening the fridge, uh, turning on the microwave, or making the, a cup of coffee. There's some technology that is more sort of peace of mind, I guess, to the family, but also to identify trends and changes that might um, indicate that uh, perhaps that particular client might need a bit more care um, or, or need some more support um, than they, they were already getting. You deal with these people so closely, you make bonds with these people. That's part of the service uh, that you provide. But uh, how emotionally involved do you get? It goes without saying, it, it, is, um, it is an emotional um, relationship. and it's, it's, a, it's a very, it can be quite challenging for the caregivers because they... By their very nature and the work that they do, they, they are caring people and they build up good long-term relationships with clients and um, and indeed the clients and the clients' families rely on, on, on those caregivers. So inevitably, you know, sometimes when clients do pass away, it, it can be a, a pretty emotional time for, for our caregivers and indeed the office team who are um, actively involved in, in supporting those clients. And I guess on the flip side of that, how satisfying can the job be? I think it's hugely rewarding. Um, you know, I came from a, a different background, different industry sector, um, and the um, the number of cards, thank yous, emails, chocolates, flowers, donuts, all, all sorts of uh, uh, thank yous that come to the office and to the caregivers um, from family members, from clients. It's um, hugely satisfying to get that feedback that you're actually making such a significant difference in someone's life. And I, there aren't many industries or, or, or jobs where that is um, the case because genuinely we are making a difference to, to those clients um, on a daily basis. So is the RG10 area particularly suited for this kind of service? The area we cover is from Maidenhead, Henley, Twyford and up to Wallingford. There's around 40,000, 42,000 people that are aged over 65 and to give you an idea, within five years from now, that'll be in excess of 50,000. So, you know, a growth of 25% in just five or six years just gives you an idea of how many um, more elderly people are in our community um, and how it's increasing, not just in this area, but across the country. And finally, uh, under normal circumstances, you have various events throughout the year, don't you? Yes, we have various events. That's the one that... Um, is most relevant, which is a shame because this year we will not be able to run it, obviously for obvious reasons, but we have a, an event each year around Christmas called uh, Be a Santa to a Senior, and we um, 
organized that with Twyford Together, uh, the David Brownlow Foundation, Time Finders. And that's an event where we put on a, a tea party, um, high tea uh, for around 120 of the um, the elderly residents around Twyford. We have a raffle, a sing-along. We often have special guests arrive. Theresa May, for example, was um, kind enough to, to attend the last couple of times. And we have the, the Colleton School, which supports us in, 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 and put on the choir to sing some carols. So it's a brilliant event. It's just a shame that this year we won't be able to to put that event on, but we have something else in mind that we can surprise our elderly residents in Twyford this Christmas. Yeah, what I was driving at with that question really, Paul, is that you have fantastic musicians who turn up who tried to get Theresa May on stage to sing. Isn't that correct? Tell me about that. We have an amazing musician, <laughs> an extremely humorous and uh, engaging musician called Ben. I don't know whether you've come across him, but... Um, I, he rings a bell. He really he does. does. <laughs> uh, he does a fantastic job. I will have to track him down. Paul, thank you very much indeed for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. That was Paul Johnson, co-director of Home Instead in Ruscombe. And in case you were wondering, I'm the Ben that Paul mentioned just then, so I do apologise for leaving in that bit of ego fuel nonsense. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. It'd be great if you could share this with others who you think may find it interesting, even those who've never even heard of the podcasting phenomenon. At the moment, it's just another way that we can all stay connected. If you do have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or maybe in the comments section on Apple or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and goodbye.